Disney presents... Dis Talk. Bonus episode. Welcome back to another one of our bonus episodes. And this one's going to be a little different. Usually our bonus episodes are basically just like spillover episodes from the previous episode because we're so long-winded and have so much content to talk about. But we want to start shouting out and showcasing some of our favorite Disney TikTok creators other than ourselves. Okay, I feel like I always talk too much in the front of these episodes. Ah, all right, the episode speaks for itself. Enjoy! All right, World of DizTalk fam. Um, today we have an incredibly special guest. I am super excited. He is our first guest on the podcast. Everybody, give it up for David. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the first guest. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I knew that, but now I heard it, and I'm like, wow. That's, yeah. that's hard. <laughs> well, in all honesty, we definitely asked Jeff Daniels first, um, but I'm so glad that you're here instead. He'll be, be on next not. week or, or in 52 weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So um, we just, we figured getting to know David is an important thing that we should probably do. Um, so if you don't know who David is, he is an incredible creator on TikTok. Um, he has a lot of really incredible tips for Disneyland. And um, David, go ahead. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, yeah, I'm David Vaughn on uh, TikTok. You can find me at the David Vaughn. That's V-A-U-G-H-N. Um, I love Disneyland and actually all Disney theme parks. I'm, I'm a theme park enthusiast. Um, I'm also a theme park experience writer. So that's what I do as a huge part of my living. I talk and write about theme parks constantly. And then I get to visit them, which is the best part about my job. So I am like here for it. And it makes sense for me to be on TikTok talking about it because, right, you just go with what you know. And I, mine started off like all kinds of random stuff and it quickly turned into Disney because that's what happens when you just love it. So, um, and then I, my local park is Disneyland. So I talk quite a bit about Disneyland, but I am also a Disney World annual pass holder. So I know quite a bit about Disney World. I love Disney World. And, and yeah. about traveling there, so. So wait, wait. So can, what is it? You write about theme parks? Like what? What is that? I do. So I mostly ghostwrite for like other publications or blogs or like some people, you know, might publish a different name under what I've written. Oh. <laughs> um, but um, I love it because um, I've written so. I, so I'm a writer full time as a living. Um, I I publish books. I do um, articles, things like that. Um, some of my theme park content, though, like some tweets and things that I've made, have made it onto LA Times. Um, Yahoo News did an article about one of my TikToks. So I do sometimes hit mainstream, and then people get to kind of know more about some of my tips. Like when Galaxy's Edge first opened at Disneyland, I think I had like five or six different major publications actually like use some of my content that I was tweeting about, and that's where I got my LA Times feature. So this is something that like, you guys, I never thought would happen. Like whoever thought that you're just obsessing about something would just like leak into like mainstream. But that was the whole thing. Like I just like sharing tips and I and I love going. I'm such a theme park fiend. So like it makes sense for me to like want to tell people about it. And more importantly, like you guys talk to people who also are theme park fiends. So 
Um, so I, yeah, so I do that for a living. And um, if anybody you know wants to hire me, I will also put my name on things. So let me know. Um, I am a freelance writer. I have my own company, and I am for hire. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. Hire the David Vaughn so you can Vaughn until the break of dawn. Oh, I hate myself. No, oh, I hate myself. I'm I'm changing my bio right now. <laughs> good, good. Um, so we're, I think we're all just gonna go, like you know, ask like a fun, like hard hitting Disney question. So no sweat. Like it's not like no not, not not an actual Disney question, more just about the about you. But like my question is, I'll start. What uh like why why theme parks like what was that thing that initially brought you to like disney and theme parks and all that kind of stuff okay so that, i i love this question and not enough people ask me it actually so because i think that the whole thing about it is like i grew up in southern california and in southern california it's a lot like people who live around in central florida it's just like you just go to disneyland like or disney world or whatever it is and so growing up, I've always gone, like, I can't remember the first time I went to Disneyland, I was an infant. But like, I have just been going my entire life. And so, um, but the strange thing is, I it became such like a thing. Like, it wasn't just Disneyland, it was theme parks. And my background's in theater. I went to college for theater. Like, that's what I do. I write plays also sometimes. So like, the, so when you're at Disneyland, it's theater. Like, all the theater kids love it. It's the geekiest, theater kid thing you can do and it's storytelling is, yes it's storytelling that you to be part of and kind of dictate how you want to go and what stories you want to be involved in from minute to minute like hello yes. we are obsessed with that so i'm still obsessed with that i will always be obsessed with that i hope um it is just such great storytelling and um and even the details like anytime i take somebody who's never been to disney world especially like an adult they just notice the attention to details in every single aspect of that place and it that's that's where i think the magic is at Disneyland. And so of course it's leaking into other theme parks for me as well. I love Universal Studios. I love, um, as a kid, I used to love Six Flags. Um, I haven't been there in a long time, but, um, and then so Disney World, when you know, you're an adult, you can afford to go places like Disney World, I guess, if you're lucky. And so I started to go um, about six, six or seven years ago, I started going back to Disney World, which I hadn't been to as a kid. And now I'm just like obsessed with all of them. And so like, it's, that's the whole thing. It's an exponential love. I, I want to say like, it's, 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 it's the gravitas of the storytelling and knowing that there's different stories being told in different ways in different parts of the world. My goal was to go to every single Disney theme park. And I did that in 2017. And I got to tell you, it doesn't matter if Space Mountain's in, you know, Hong Kong or Disneyland or, or, or Disney World, like they're all a little different and it's always amazing. And that's, that's the magic of it. Amen. Wow. No. Uh, David taking us to church this morning. Well, thank you for church. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you crossed off like all of my questions. No. I, them, so <laughs> I was actively writing them down and then crossing them out. So. <laughs> you can you have me elaborate on any of the pieces. I don't know. I'm just teasing. Um, I'm really excited that you're here because usually I am the one like holding down Disneyland all by myself because these guys are all like mostly Disney World people. And so like they don't they don't know like we know. And so yes. it's nice to have somebody on my team. Wow. Bria kind of Bria's wow. a little bit of both. But I she mostly she mostly talks Disney World. I do, but I still like Disneyland. <laughs> Oh, there's, you know, there's a huge better. difference, I will say. Um, 
because there are there's like so there's Disney there's Disney there's people who like Disneyland, but then there is a a Disneyland people and like like it's it's this kind of layer of weirdness that we all have and like it's just like there is a like I'm not trying to say you're not a Disneyland people. I'm just saying like there are people. I'm like like you have. To, I don't think you can be a Disney World and Disneyland people. I think you. I, that's maybe I'm wrong. Please, someone can test me on this. But I feel like that layer of weird that's like stuck <laughs> to us that we're, inclines us to be a Disneyland person is like. So yeah, you gotta choose, Bria. Like that's all I gotta say. <laughs> there is no middle ground. I wish our audience could see when you say Disneyland people how wide your eyes get. <laughs> Disneyland people. But am I right, Liz? It's like we're, there's a certain level of weird to it. That's a good thing. Weird or snobbery? Oh. Maybe? Oh. Yeah. And, and we just lost half of our audience. <laughs> <laughs> we do that every episode. It's fine. That is true. Do, and it's always me. I'm sorry for all the time. <laughs> That's Sean. okay but my real question is um do you have since you've been to all of the parks and you've had lots of disney experiences do you have a favorite piece of disney memorabilia from any park or anything something you know that's like really unique or special to you, you so own? okay so i am like not a merchandise person but I do love like I am and I'm not like I buy things like constantly I have like Disney shirts on all the time but like I buy things that I end up not having forever but so I obviously have to take things right so I'll tell you what because things you can legally take right you know so like <laughs> so Disneyland Tokyo I th that place every single thing is cute in it like there's nothing that's not cute and so like yeah I mean I have bags of just soaps and like stuff, but like it's Disneyland Tokyo all over it. And like, I, I don't know what it is about it, but every time, like sometimes I'll just pull that bag out and I'll be like, oh. it's like this calm comes over to me. Like it brings me back to like, <laughs> I stayed at the Disneyland hotel there and we have, and it was like amazing. I mean, this was, this is it's my favorite Disney hotel. And it was like amazing. So every time I pull that bag out, that's kind of my favorite Disney memorabilia. Um, I don't know if awesome. that's what, but yeah. Anyway. No, I think that's way cool. I feel like <laughs> I, it's funny. Everybody has like their own little thing that they love. Right. Um, and if, if the thing you love is free, honestly, that's like even better. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Although my friend and I did, go, so we are all, so my friend who I went with, he's my best friend. We've been best friends um, since we were in middle school. And actually we went to Disneyland Paris together when we were in eighth grade um, singing in a choir trip. And so that's kind of like the catalyst of our friendship. So we decided to go to all the Asian Disney parks together in 2017. And one of the random things, so I'm a huge Disney foodie, he's a foodie. And is they had a red churro and it was like a Finding Nemo promotion. And like, literally, like I talked about like, should we need to get the red churro? We need to try the red churro. We need to try the red churro. And finally he was like, I feel like that's the hashtag of our trip. So if you go on Instagram and you type in hashtag the red churro. Wait, that's was, it our at least, trip. was it at least spicy or something? Like what was the- I don't remember. <laughs> 
It was so important. This is kind of around the time that Disneyland started introducing flavored churros. So like to see a churro that wasn't just a standard churro was like, well, I don't know what that is, but I have to have to have it. But yeah, you would think it'd be like a hot churro. No, I don't think it was. I think it was like, that was red. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. That's hilarious. Did it dye your mouth red? Yes, it did. Yeah. And it had, like a, it had like a Finding Nemo spot on it, like a clown. It looked like a clownfish. Like it was like a, like, I don't know what that means, but it does, you don't. Like, that's the best I can describe it. It had like a swirl where it kind of looked like a clownfish. <laughs> and that was their churro. That's Disneyland Tokyo. That's Tokyo Disneyland now for you. Oh gosh. That's really funny. Brilliant. Huh. So David, I wrote down a, uh, a handful of questions, but I kind of tossed them all out the window when you started talking about writing because that is a passion of mine. Um, oh, awesome. I actually, yeah. So I kind of want to know more about um, the first thing that you wrote for a publication, like for, for Disney, for parks and like, what was your inspiration behind it? And just, you know, kind of more on that. Yeah. Okay. So hmm, it's been a while to, to think about my first thing. Honestly, a lot of it started off with like, just how to get from A to B. There's a lot of people. Um, so actually, this is the interesting thing. I first started off with Disney World. Um, I went to Disney World for one of my birthdays, like six years, seven years ago. And I did not have a good time. And I hadn't oh. been, I hadn't been since I was a little kid. And here's the thing, I had a great time in parks, but like I tell I didn't eat the right food. Like I didn't like anything I ate the entire, I think maybe one place we went, I liked. Um, I, I messed up so many times. I didn't know you're supposed to leave before the Epcot fireworks show ends because I was stuck in all those people. <laughs> and so like there's these so it but since I'm a, I love theme parks instead of being like well like that's you know like I, I never want to go back there my thought was well this obviously works for some people so where are the tips so I started like you know reading stuff and asking people I had friends that went I asked a lot I, I, I called cast members and asked them did everything that I could and then I booked another like a year later to go and then I had like the best time but it is all about like, you know, figuring out what to do. So I was yeah. like, well, I never want anybody to go to Disneyland and have the experience that I had at Disney World. Like that was my whole thing. I'm like, never, you can never have that. So I didn't want to have anybody go to Disneyland and have the exact same experience that I had when I went to Disney World. So I just started writing about it and told people about it. And, um, and, and then I sort of just got asked to do more gigs for but now it's just sort of like regular stuff, writing, things like that. Like I said, ghostwriting. So a lot of it's not my name. My name's on it. But um, now I do it for TikTok. So yeah. It's kind of Yay. Like, yeah. <laughs> for Diz Talk, right? That's yeah. right. <laughs> and don't you forget it. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Terry. All right, so everyone else had like really hard hitting questions that were like super, super. Um, What's your favorite pizza topping? Um, okay, <laughs> not not quite that like simple, but um, I just I'm curious because I feel like this is a great way to um, learn about a person. Is like David, if you had to put like a new attraction at Disneyland or Disney World, what would it be? Ooh, oh my gosh. 
Okay, so I know oh, look, so many people are gonna be so upset with me. <laughs> I just know it. But you guys, yeah. we the third ride in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Like that's just facts. It's yep. 14 acres. Uh it needs a third ride. Like I like I the two rides are there, but I'm like, I just feel like that land, I mean, I think the land is supposed to get a third ride, but that's what I would do because I'm not saying it would be the next I would do, but it would be the open in the next 10 years. That's my, that's my thing. Didn't you, didn't I, like, I feel like I just watched a TikTok today, like, uh, Edith, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was telling, uh, she had a TikTok about that there was a third ride that was supposed to be, but it got canceled. And you're supposed to ride like these, like, um, it reminds me a lot of, um, the uh, Skull Island at uh, at Island of Adventure. Universal, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you're supposed to ride these furry creatures, but there's like it seats like 14 people, and yeah. it was supposed to be like you're like traveling through like this desert kind of situation, more of like an easy going ride, and then obviously like the Empire tries to take over. I'm sure it in some at some capacity, but I think there was supposed to be a third ride, right? Right, so so there were several in development. I'm a huge Star Wars geek, by the way. So yeah. um, so there is like so so there were several in development. Um, one of them was that Bantha ride you're talking about. So you're going to be on yeah. top of this big creature. Now there were kind of two concepts that I, unless I'm getting this wrong, one of them was like you're talking about, like kind of moving through like a simulated space, but another one actually walk through the land. Like I don't know how they were supposed to like have i mean the demand could you imagine the demand for a bantha ride that only held 14 people we can't even fill up star rise of resistance I yeah and the most popular ride but they built it i mean they built the bantha people they're imagineers there's videos of imagineers on like the simulated bantha another yeah. one that they started was like a bounty hunter chase scene where you were on like a speeder bike and like oh, yeah and get out like, i don't know they haven't really said like what would be the things was that it would be like a um like a i don't know if it would be like a pandora type situation and then you know it just looks like you're at a big screen or if it's like smaller i don't i don't even know how far they got with that and then the other thing i have heard about really wanted to build a roller coaster there and i'm still hearing that they want to so i don't i can see there being a star wars roller coaster coming especially for Hollywood studios. But the weird thing is the first thing I heard is it was supposed to be Disneyland. So I don't know where they're, where? Still, where they're planning to put this thing. Yeah, I don't know, but I did measure. So, cause this is, I'm just this kind of geek. I did with, measure. With my own two hands. <laughs> <laughs> I measured on Google maps and there is enough. Okay, I don't know how much they need to move around or if they can even do this, but there is it's seemingly enough space between it and Toontown and this one random pad that they could hold a space mountain there. So I'm just saying, wanted to do it in, yeah, I mean, so if they really wanted to, I don't, again, I don't know what's back there. There could be some, you know, important cooling system. I don't really know. But, um, but if there isn't, then maybe they want to put something there. And, and I would also be okay with the restaurant if they want to do that. I'd be okay. <laughs> well, I love the backtrack. Well, you heard it here first. David Vaughn <laughs> hates cooling systems. Come out. <laughs> Get him out. Boat him out. Boat him out. The cooling system. You wouldn't hate him so much if you were an Orlando native uh, here. So. Oh, yes. <clears throat> that is still, a good point. Still pretty hot. But but uh, now that um, 
we've gotten to know you a little bit, David. I feel it is only fair to put you the test because you're obviously you're very uh, that's kind of what you're doing right now on TikTok, especially and even in your writing and stuff like that. You're offering these wonderful tips to everyone. So first of all, thank you on behalf of the tip community. Thanks for thanks for those tips, David. Thanks for those. On behalf of Tip Talk. Come on. Tip Talk. Oh, okay. I love that. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to do the, um, I don't have a name for this. The Rapid Fire Tip. No, no. Awful. I was trying to get it to rhyme with your rhyme with Vaughn again, but I just couldn't do it. Anyway, um, uh, this is going to be the rapid fire hot tip David Vaughn version 2.4. So, what's going to happen is, uh, and literally, your tip can be super short, as short as you want it to be, or as long as you want it to be. Um, It can be one sentence, whatever you want. Uh, But we just need one tip, and I'm going to throw out a park. I'm going to throw out a park, and the first tip that comes to your mind. First thing out of your mouth, that's the one that uh, that you're going to be known for forever. Uh, so, oh. written on your grave. Here we go. Written on your written on your brick. That. Uh... <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness, is that is that what they are? Yes. Grave. <laughs> they're all they're all tips written by David Vaughn. Um. All right. So here we go. You ready? Oh, all right. I'm ready. Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> so I can't even give it to myself seriously right now. Uh, this is the hot tip speed round with David Vaughn version 2.4. Here's your first park. Here's your first park. Disneyland. Matterhorn. Write it. It's the only one. <laughs> okay. Hey, that was his tip. Here we go. Disney California Adventure. Eat around the food. All of it. <laughs> Are we supposed to do one specific tip? I don't know. Don't, <laughs> My brain is so slow. This is, this, these, these are your tips. These are all t- being turned into TikTok so Twitter. Yeah. Wait, um, you say eat around the Liz food? Is, Liz I- is rolling her eyes. <laughs> She's like, you had the number one theme park in the world and you told them to ride the Matterhorn. Uh, i mean there's really not that's the thing about disneyland there is not one good tip i could give you because i have to give you four like there's just not one good tip like there's not one well you got it you got to choose one david get there there before the park open that's the tip for every theme park you go to (laughs) can i backtrack then because i want to i do want to say this if you go if you go to disney california adventure or disneyland max pass that is if it's available that's the real tip both parts that's why disney california but just buy it i know i know some people are just want to be frugal but that this is literally the one time not to be so just uh save your money for this dollars for a day right yeah but it gets it's so worth it like it doesn't make sense to disney world people it doesn't make sense to disney world people but for disneyland people it it like if you go there it just it makes your whole day smooth because the fact the max pass booking system is far better than the fast pass booking system at Disney World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like so you're not gonna be oh I hope this one opens up later or I go and there's only these two because everybody already booked theirs. This is a smooth as butter booking system. As and a Disney World person, as a Disney World person, I I do say that I do get it. 
<laughs> it was because it was uh, yeah. it was it was a thousand percent worth it, uh, and I agree that it is ten times superior than the Fast Pass system. You got Animal Kingdom, go. Oh, Animal Kingdom. Um, eat at Yak and Yeti. Oh, Get yeah, a reservation. Love Yak and Yeti. That, that place is good. so good. Like, there's not a lot of rides there, so you have time to um, eat. Yes. Uh, Hollywood Studios. Okay, I would. Okay, I'm gonna show the resistance boarding group tip. Okay, what you do is everyone's gonna tell you, go use that world clock. It's the time Disney, no. Apple and Disney are like the same company. They both are like invested in each other. If you have an iPhone, sorry Liz. If you have an iPhone, you, um, <laughs> you literally can use the clock on that. It is the same clock as Disney's. I so watch, I'm wrong next time people go. So what you do is you literally, two seconds like right when it like when that little clock that you have it'll have a little ticker and the red hand will get right before it hits the 12 and you're trying to book at 7 a.m two four open your app click in you will get a boarding group like you just have to wait till like it's just about to hit two seconds before and you click in by the time you get to the reservation page it'll be you will get it that's my yep. tip wow. i don't know if that makes sense but no it totally does that's like what you do <laughs> well, isn't he just delightful? A big thanks to David Vaughn for joining us, and definitely he will be back on a full episode later on in this season. Uh, but, you know, so he, he, there'll, there'll be more David. You know, I've got a fever, and the only cure is some Vaughn. What? Regardless, make sure to go check out uh, David on TikTok at the David Vaughn for some great Disney tips as well as just some great Disney content. Also, Instagram, David Vaughn. Go check him out. And uh, we'll see you next week for episode seven, where I am taking control. Say, I'm Sage. Sage is, Sage is taking, in case you weren't, weren't sure who was talking. It's, it's me. Oh, I ruined the ending.